Hi, Sean, and we are back. <laughs> Hopefully Hi. that doesn't happen again. Uh, just a live little um, technology blunders. But anyway, so sorry about that. Uh, you were interrupted right in the middle as you were going to tell us a little bit more about who you are as, um, and your involvement at LFP Group. Okay, fantastic. So let me begin. I am an advocate of the High Court of South Africa. I'm in a, currently still a member of the Johannesburg Bar. I um, joined the Johannesburg Bar in 2005. But in between my career, I very often swapped practice with a corporate environment where I was in a total of eight years legal advisor to, to a few multinational companies. And in that time, also BE started playing a more active role in our society. And I decided to also sharpen up my skills as far as BE is concerned, because it is a part of life in South Africa and very important. Um, 2016, I started practice again, but then LFP approached me and said, look, we would like you to, to join our team and become uh, in our company secretary and also assist us with the compliance and risk management, which I agreed to. So, so that's... That's in a nutshell my history and how I came to be with LFP. Fantastic. So could you tell us a little bit more about LFP Group and as a BEE service uh, provider, if I may call it that, um, also specializing in training and development? Yes. So, so, so LFP, as, as its core at the moment, has um, uh, skills development as, as part of its product offering. And that skills development is very important because I think that it is at the heart of how we make a big difference in South Africa. Um, we all know that the, the imperative is to get education to levels and skills development for people to have a real shot at participating actively in our economy, which unfortunately, as we, as we, as we know, is, is close to many members of society. So in that market space, LFP is quite active in getting clients, and we're talking about big corporates, to, to, to open their purses and to get learners, mostly from our point of view, unemployed learners and disabled learners, put them on learnerships where vital skills are taught so that after a 12-month period, the people can be absorbed either by their sponsor company or they have better access and a better shot at finding employment mm -hmm. with the newfound skills. Absolutely. So that is that is LFP's main focus. We also have a lot of exciting projects going on to to assist companies in matching up on the other BEE requirements with, say, service providers, that there's a database and they can go and find someone that can assist them with the procurement, someone that is BEE compliant. So, so, so LFP is very active in the, in the space of becoming a one-stop shop for companies who want to be BEE compliant. Fantastic. So, um, Sean, I'd love to get stuck into our topic for today, which is really about um, at what levels um, businesses need to consider to become BE compliant and why it's important. So maybe we can look at where to start. And then if you can provide okay. us with three steps um, at, or tips rather, steps as for business owners in terms of, um, you know, where to start, where to go from here. Okay, perfect, and, and that's, a, and that's a, a reasonable question. So, so first off, the, the, there is a perception that if you you only need to comply with BE if you want the bigger government tenders, and that's not entirely true. Um, the private sector has really, really taken 
long strides in, in, in getting the private sector geared up and compliant with the principles. So it's no longer the case where you have to be compliant if you want government contracts. Companies in the private sector regulate one another to say, I will only do business if you have a certain level of compliance. So so, so that, that is becoming, uh, uh, it's gaining momentum. And a lot of companies will find themselves without business partners in the near future if they do not become BE compliant. So, so uh, it creates an opportunity for everybody to get on board because BE is not there to exclude anyone. It is really there to include uh, people that previously on a long history of being excluded from the economy. So, so that is really its aim. So the best way to get it done is identify your business. So understand from a revenue point of view, if you are a micro enterprise, which is below 10 million rand revenue a year, between 10 and 50 million a year, you are a medium-sized enterprise, and beyond 50 million, you are uh, considered to be a a generic scorecard enterprise. So what it basically means is the smaller companies have a lot more leeway on how they become BE compliant. It's much easier because businesses are smaller that probably don't have a lot of resources and the rules don't want to make it cumbersome for them. So as your business grows and your revenue grows, your BEE obligation increases. So the first thing to do is understand on which level your business operates. So, and the second tip would then be have a balanced approach. There are seven factors that you can take to get your BEE scorecard. So that will include procurement, skills development, ownership, management, social economic development. So, so you can see where are you strong contributor. For example, your ownership, you have uh, black people in ownership management or your procurement and you balance it out and see where, where where you are sitting on the on the on the, the ratios the third important tip i can give uh, any company is that understand the philosophy behind bee this is uh, the, the moment something is regulated people have a knee-jerk reaction against it and they say oh this is government trying to tell us what to do this is not the case with BE. BE is attempting to make our society all-inclusive. So any type of reading material that is realistic approach to, 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 to BE, familiarize yourself with it. Because once you understand the theory behind BE and you embrace it, all the other things will fall into place because it's no longer a grudge purchase. You understand that our social contract after 1994 has to be fulfilled to all people of South Africa. And we all have that obligation, white and black. So so those would be my three tips to just get started. One of them being very philosophical, but still very important. <laughs> Absolutely. And um, I think it's also important to look at that um, and to step out of this um, you know, blame game and just take accountability and understand also that one can use so much so all of these opportunities as an opportunity or you can see it as a negative thing and I think as a business owner um, the more you are going to be on the side of how is this going to to, to become an opportunity for my business um, the more likely you are to succeed well it also has the added benefits you know South Africa is such an interesting country in that we have 
11 official languages, we have multiple different cultural backgrounds. And if your company goes and you are inclusive of all of that, you have a variety of what South Africa has to offer within your business. You automatically ensure that your business has a dynamic that is not only reflective of the country, but it is also something that will drive your business forward because you will have a creativity to expand into markets that you would not with conventional wisdom have. So that diversity that BE brings to the party should not be underestimated because most businesses want to attribute any spend to their bottom line. And BE, if done correctly, not only will you do the right thing, but it will add to your bottom line. That's a given. Absolutely. I cannot agree more. Sean, thanks so much for your time today and, uh, you know, just getting some of the business owners to start with understanding at what level they're at and uh, as a starting point. So perhaps you can just share some of the contact details for LFP Group if anyone would like to get in touch with you guys to support or to consult with. Yes. So um, for, for me, my, my email would probably be the easiest. Um, so you can contact me um, at Sean, S-H-A-W-N, at lfpgroup.co.za. And from there, I can put any person in touch with the relevant department throughout our organization. Sounds really good. Thanks again for your time, and I if, hope you have you a... Like, mm. I can also give a landline if that would be helpful. Yes, of course. Please go ahead. Perfect. Our Johannesburg office is uh, 011-791-1602. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Sean. And hopefully we'll be chatting soon. There are quite a few topics coming up around BE. And I uh, hope you, have, you enjoy the rest of the week.